You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM, but today's special edition of Catholic Schools Today, 312-255-8408, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of the cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi. What a great weekend, Mark. Really great weekend. Friday, we had quite a Christmas celebration uh, concert with Rich Daniels, City Lights Orchestra, a lot of soloists, Father Greg, no, who did a beautiful, a solo, well, beautiful presentation on Nativity. And, and then, you had two beautiful solos. Well, you did. And folks, Mark Teresi has a gorgeous tenor voice for years. Well, it was an honor. When I think about singing the, uh, somebody, had, a friend of mine mentioned it to me. You realize you sang the Ave Maria in honor of Mary. We have the new Mary statue, the original statue, in the cathedral. I said, I never thought of it. I always thought, think of it as that's a prayer to Mary. I never thought of the, the scope of it, the place was full. And see, but when you sing, you pray singing. Hmm. You don't sing. You pray from the heart, and it shows externally and also that interior sense of prayer. And I say we had about, what, about 700 people? Oh, plus. 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 Great crowd. And, and, but it's interesting to me, because you don't, never think of chronology, but this is the 50th year that I've sung in church. 50? 50 years. You started in the seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, 50 years, and your voice is as beautiful Many today. parishes, Old St. Pat's, yeah. eight years, St. Joseph, St. Hillary's. So if I were to ask you, how many times have you sung Ave Maria? You couldn't remember. No, no, no. It, it, <laughs> and it's always know. a wonderful prayer. Exactly. Yeah. So it just, uh, it was just oh, a Can I add weekend. one other thing, oh, too? Absolutely. Please, people, look at, before we get into our school's discussion, look at the back of the Chicago Catholic um, last week and this week. Our Christmas schedule for Holy Name Cathedral is on the back of, of the Chicago Catholic. And as the Cardinal is encouraging all of us to come back, to church, we're encouraging you during the Christmas season, come back to the cathedral. Come to mm-hmm. the cathedral and worship with us. Yeah, and again, for those that feel a compromised immune system or COVID, which, by the way, Mark, <coughs> COVID is back on the rise. I know, you can There's see no it. There's no question. <coughs> I know four people right now that have COVID, two pretty serious, I mean, not dying. But again, it's flu season, respiratory, COVID. But if you're able to come back, as Mark said, please do. Yes. Mark, intro to our... Wonderful first half segment. Yeah, St. Damien's School hosted a culture fair. More than 100 junior 
High students participated in a culture fair that celebrates cultural diversity and history and offers students the opportunity to learn about their family history and other cultures. Students learn historical and cultural facts about their country of origin and also submit personal family backgrounds. This information is presented along with a traditional dish. People gather around the table and mm -hmm. food. Yes. Many students dress in traditional clothing and some students perform songs and dances from their homelands. And we welcome our guest this morning, Jennifer Germano Miller, principal of St. Damien's School. Welcome. And Gail Ware, Spanish teacher at St. Damien's School. Bienvenido. Gracias. Was that close? Was that <laughs> close? <laughs> Como esta? Oh, yeah, Father Greg. Father Greg is trilingual. Yes. <laughs> that, now, who? Um, first of all, Gail and Jennifer, welcome to the program. Yeah. And who? Thank you. Thought of this marvelous idea. I did. I um, I started this in 2010, and we do it every three years. So the kids don't do the project twice. Mm -hmm. um, and I just thought it was a, a great idea for the kids to learn the history and about their cultures and the countries that um, they're learning about. Now, is this a particular grade or the entire school? It was our junior high, so yeah. it was fifth through eighth grade. Okay. Any surprises the kids learned about their um, backgrounds and their culture? There were so many surprises, yes, and that's why it's important for um the kids to talk to their their parents or grandparents because, you know, after reading some of this and talking with the kids, I asked them, like, did you know this? And they said no. So, right, I mean, that alone was just awesome. And then, Jennifer, um, in terms of the school, what, what have you learned culturally in terms of the makeup of St. Damien's? It is absolutely amazing how truly diverse we really, really are. And you don't you don't see that. And by doing this fair and participating in this, we are truly building bridges across our diver across our cultures and our diversity. And we're embracing it. And we're really looking and we're appreciating everybody for who they are. And it's just amazing to just just see this and how excited the kids get about learning and the questions that they have for the other students. I don't so think... we really are bridging, building bridges. That's wonderful. Building bridges. That's wonderful. Now for uh, Jennifer and Gail, you may not be aware of it, but uh, Mark look, looked up his family tree and found out that he was the sap. Oh. <laughs> Please don't encourage him. What I did, what I know about our family tree, especially the holidays. That's pretty funny. <laughs> The um, my, our Italian grandma lived on Little Street, and our Polish grandma lived on Altgeld, one block apart. So there's seven of us. We'd all go to Italian grandma and have the foods of, you know, the tradition of Christmas. Then we go across the street, across the alley, and we go to our Polish grandma and have all the <laughs> all the Polish foods. What kinds of foods show up during this great event? Oh, we had foods from. Everywhere. From Jamaica, from Haiti, oh. from um, Honduras, from Greece, from Italy, from Jordan, Jordan, oh. it, 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 from the Philippines. It was just, just wonderful to see um, 
all these people gather in our gym and to see all these displays of work that their Look kids that. had worked on so hard and then also to sample all the foods that was there and to see the um the performances that they did as mm-hmm. well so it was it was really you know you have you have um the, the kids have their work displayed and you have food that's that's a great success right there well, you know, you know you, everybody um always <laughs> it's a great gathering if people are watching and, on youtube yeah. you've got the picture of the one of the guards the british uh soldiers yes. and a young man from china it's amazing for those on youtube yes these photos are phenomenal and i, I get to, and look at this gail and jennifer these children really got into this yes, project. Yes, you can I mean, see it. The yeah. visuals, and I, I find I'm a visual learner, so when I see something, it hits me better than if I just uh, just hear audibly. And But to see the garb, the uh, billboards, it's phenomenal. Now, for both of you, what did you walk away with learning about the students or about the school that you didn't know before the fair? We, I, uh, just as educators, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure Mrs. Ware feels the same way as I do. When you see these kids and they get this excited and invested mm-hmm. in a project, you truly learn that they are so passionate about education and it's just truly finding something that they're interested in that's going to keep them engaged. And we, we we have wonderful learners here. We just all have wonderful learners and they all embrace this. But I have to tell you something else that really warmed our hearts is this is, it's their project. They do the work at school with Mrs. Wu in her classes. But the, the amount of emails and phone calls that she received from parents thanking her for this project and the parents coming that evening, mm-hmm. our gym was packed you couldn't move we had so many people and we had grandparents and siblings and aunts and uncles um so we just learned how truly dedicated our children and our parents are to saint damien catholic education and their cultures what i find is when you get a hold of the grandparents even some cases great grandparents it's so important to talk to them because they die and part mm-hmm. of the heritage is lost, unless you get it down on paper, on video, and all of a sudden with grandma, grandma, great grandma, great grandpa, it's like, why didn't I talk to grandma or grandpa about their background? Because uh, my background, 100% Polish, my mother's side from a little town near the Ukraine border, Kabalanka, my father's side, Białystok, and I wish I had learned more from my parents and my grandparents about the Polish tradition, so when we see, when I see a fair mark, when I see this on the on the uh, YouTube, it's phenomenal. And what also got to me was just watching the video. These children really got into the yeah, project about it. their background and about other cultures of their classmates, and that's how learning happens. And so proud. And so, so you proud. Could see the pride. The garb, the uh, sombreros, and and the garb and the uh, <laughs> English guard. And I mean, these kids, these kids really got into it. And I can see just for those who are watching on YouTube to watch you, Gail and Jennifer, as you're sharing right now, you are so fired up and energized about this. It's good to see as educators to see what the difference it's making for the children. 
Well, and you know, I also have to say, so Mrs. War and I are both 100% Italian. Yay. So we are, both of us (laughs) are extremely passionate about our cultures. And, um, you know, we grew up, I asked Mrs. War one day why she chose to teach Spanish. And she said, well, because when she was growing up, all they spoke at home was Italian. Mm -hmm. And she's fluent. And she thought how wonderful it would be to share her love of language with other students so with with other people so i think that because and when she told me about this culture fair project i i got so excited because i thought of you know making the tzipoli on christmas eve with my grandmothers you know and and we think about those traditions in that so um it's easy to be passionate and fired up about something when you truly believe in it. Now, I'll give you, let me give you a story on that. Is, uh, my father was a broadcaster on WGN Radio. He broke into broadcast in 1954. And mm-hmm. everybody was saying to my father, they were saying, Sig, now that you're starting WGN Radio, two things. Number one, change your name, deny being Polish. <laughs> and number two, deny being Catholic. You want to make it in this oh. town. This is 1954 in the 50s. They said, Sig, if you want to make it as a broadcaster, deny your heritage. So change your last name from Sackowitz to get out of the Polish name. Change it to something else. And don't mention you're Catholic. And my father said, I'm Polish. The name is Sig Sackowitz. And I'm proud to be Polish. And I'm proud to be Catholic. But that was the culture in in some circles in broadcasting radio and television. I remember that story. Mark, take us to break. On a lighter note, before there's a little vignette, my... Italian grandma, Nana, we called her Nana, she never (laughs) lost her accent. She was here 72 years in America, never lost her accent. And my wife, we were dating at that point, walked in and she was watching TV. Nana, what are you watching? She said, I'm watching That's My Children. That's My Children. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Schools Today. 312-255-8408, youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll continue our wonderful conversation about St. Damien and their culture fair with Jennifer Gerano Miller, principal of St. Damien's, Gail Ware, Spanish teacher and the foundress of this culture fair. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. <laughs> Charity's 75th annual celebration of giving is underway in support of those who are struggling to make ends meet every day. Individuals, families, colleagues, neighbors, parishioners, and friends purchase thousands of gifts and basic necessities to ensure Catholic Charities' clients and their families have a joyful Christmas morning. There are many ways to get involved, including online wish lists that make giving easier than ever before. If you can join us in this special Chicago Christmas tradition as volunteers and donors, please email us at cog at catholiccharities.net. That's cog at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7401 in Cook County and 847-782-4210 in Lake County. 
thank you for helping us spread Christmas cheer this year throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Forty-four for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun, and they get it. I see that light bulb go off, and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? What? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Did you know that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you, and we will make the donation as easy as possible, free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide, and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. We're back, Catholic Schools Today, WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Before we continue our discussion uh, with Jennifer Miller and Gail Ware, um, today is the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and I'd like to invite anybody, any listeners that are thinking about heading toward church to come to cathedral at noon. Our Oblate Sisters of Jesus the High Priest renew their vows. We have a wonderful celebration. Or go to your local church for a special Guadalupe celebration. Father Greg, you were talking to the Cardinal. You want to... And last night he had the uh, 6 o'clock Mass at the uh, Shrine in Displains. Thousands of people. He had the Mass and homily in Spanish. And today's even going to be bigger. They're talking... I think in excess of a quarter of a million people. Yeah. I think last year I think it was 400,000. And the weather isn't bad. It's a drizzling out there a little bit, but it's right. not you know, five below with it in a blizzard going on. So it is a huge gathering. They come from all over by horse, on foot, by car, by bus. And the police in like four surrounding suburbs have it all marked off on getting close to the shrine in displays. Maybe that would be a slash. I mean, this this cultural event is absolutely wonderful, but slash the religious devotions exactly. connected to, to all of our different In uh, fact, that's maybe, that's maybe a question I'd like to ask um, Jennifer or Gail. When you were with this, with this uh, cultural fair, what religious dimensions were you noticing among the children uh, with the different faiths? Because some of the children may not be Catholic, but they have their own uh, heritage and uh, religious tradition. So what were you seeing with the cultural fair 
from the children regarding their religious background? Um, we, we begin every class with the uh, prayers in Spanish. So the students all know uh, their prayers in Spanish regardless of what their faith is. Um, for the culture fair, yes, there were some that are not Catholic and they, they still had to do the religious part of their um, project. So some like were um, from Jordan and they had a, you know, research, you know, the religious part in their country mm -hmm. and Turkey. So they, they learned, they attend Catholic school and they, they do everything that we do here, but they, it, it was nice for them also to bring in their faith. That's wonderful. That's great. Jennifer, lest we be remiss on this, brag a little bit about St. Damien's School. Not only where you are, the programs, why you're there as principal. So I honestly, I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm mm -hmm. here because when the pastor called me a few years ago and said, um, you know, I'm interviewing for a principal position. Your name came up. Do you want to come on down? And I thought, you know what? I'm going to go. I'll have a conversation. I'll absolutely have a conversation. I walked on the campus and immediately knew this was my home. Wow. Now, were you principal a, somewhere else? No, I, I was not principal somewhere else. So, um, and I wasn't quite sure if I was, you know, I, I mean, I had all the coursework and all that. Mm -hmm. and I thought, ooh, do I, I don't know. Do I want to do that? Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you wait for all the stars to align, they are never going to. Mm -hmm. So um, spent some time praying on um, on on this decision that I made. And um, I love it. The people are so warm and welcoming. And the fa our families are kind and generous and always willing to lend a hand. They'll take off work if you need a volunteer for a for lunch duty. They will, um, you know, they'll they'll stop by. I was working one day this summer, and a mom called me, and she said, "Oh, I didn't expect for you to be there. Can you're there in the summer? Can I bring you lunch?" I'm like, "No, oh, no, no." no. <laughs> wow. um, they truly do work. Our families work together with us. We're a community. We're a team. And because, and the most beautiful thing is, is we do it all in the best interest of our children. We are truly a culture of joy is, is really what I tell people here. Now, two questions, um, Jennifer. Kids are kind. What? Two questions. Who was the pastor that invited you and how long have you been there as principal? I have been here four years and I'm very lucky. Father Joe Noonan is our oh, pastor. Oh, sure. Everybody Father knows Joe. Father Joe. Tell I, Joe we say you're, hello. You're in Oak Forest then, right? Yeah, St. Damien's. Yeah. yeah. We are in Oak oh, Forest. Oh, sure. Everybody yeah. knows Father Great priest. Everyone well, Joe, Joe. Joe was vocation director when yeah. I was up at Mundelein Seminary, so we worked together on oh, many Oh, gosh, things. I've known yeah. Joe. He's a great, great, great Give him our regards, person. would you? Yeah, give him our very best. And it, uh, now, I will. So, and, go ahead, Father go ahead, Joe, Jim. right now, actually, because all the Mondays in Advent, we like the Advent wreath as a community. And I usually lead that effort, and I can't today. So Father Joe's leading the efforts with our students right now. Oh, so. wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. That is great. Now, Gail, your background, how did you end up uh, being a Spanish teacher at St. Damien's? Well, they, um, they, I, I was a stay-at-home mom, and I was ready to go to work. And I uh, taught religious ed at St. Damien for like 10 years, and the uh, DRE at the time said they're looking for a Spanish teacher. I was ready to go. And we were starting school in August. And like a week before we started school, I 
got decorated my bulletin boards, got the curriculum, and here I am. That's a wow. great story. How many, How many yeah. years? And, um, I it, it'll be almost. Uh, it'll be nine. It's nineteen years. Wow. 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 Yeah. I thought maybe about. And I got. I have to tell you. Sure. Go ahead. I have, I have to tell you during this break we just had. During this break she just had. She goes. I thought all weekend we've got my. I've got my next project ready to go. So I don't know what March is going to bring, but she's got something in her mind. Now. Yeah, it's all about it's all about experiences and giving the kids experiences. Um, they they learn from that, mm-hmm. um, and just like the culture fair, they not only learned about their culture, but about each other's culture. So I just think that giving them the opportunity and the experiences um, it is a great great way to learn. Can you totally give us agree. a hint on that project? That's coming up. Yes, I will. No, we won't tell. We won't here on radio. So, um, it, we celebrate all different religion, our, our, all different um, cultures, and I'm thinking since March is St. Patrick's Day and St. Joseph's Day, we would do something with with maybe having a an Irish soda bread contest, or oh, I nice. was thinking. That we can do, like the different like categories. Like we can have, you know, the Italian bread, the Irish bread, the you know, pan de los muertos. Oh. Um, just so, just bring it all in. Wow, what that a is great great. Idea. now. Before we get bring them to a close here, tell us about the upcoming field trip. Is it this week or early next week? It's tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, in, with, the, with my eighth graders, we um, every year we do Christmas around the world. So, culture fair is once every three years. So, I, I do it every year, Christmas around the world. So, the kids um, learn about the different um, uh, ways that countries celebrate Christmas. And we're taking a field trip to the Museum of Science and Industry to see the uh, Christmas trees and their projects are hanging in my hall. They look amazing, and um, proud of them. Beautiful. And we that do. We tremendous. truly do work across the curriculum a lot and across the grade levels. So, she has all of those projects about how other, um, how different um, countries celebrate the Christmas season and their faith and all that. And our first and second graders are working on a Christmas around the world unit in their social studies class right now. So they've taken a trip down to see our eighth graders. To, oh, nice. to work together with that. Now, in the so last minute, uh, we only have a minute to go here. So, Jennifer or Gail, give us information about St. Damien's, the school, to learn more about it, a phone number, a website. Yeah, I'm a, par- I'm a parent thinking about sending. I'm, I live in Oak Forest thinking about sending my Mark's kids. Mark's really a great-grandparent. Yeah. Well, my qu- you absolutely want to send your children to St. Damien's school. You definitely do. So, you can find us at 708 708- Six eight seven four two three zero. That number one I more time. Seven zero eight six eight seven four two three zero, and you can always see us online at stdamian school dot org. One more time on that, Jennifer. Stdamian school dot Org. want to thank in a very special way Jennifer Germano Miller, principal of St. Damien School, and Gail Wurst, Spanish teacher at St. Damien School. Jennifer and Gail, 
your enthusiasm and joy, what a joy. is phenomenal. This was a very fast <clears throat> half hour. God bless to both of you. Continued joy that you're doing with the children. Boy, I'll tell you, Mark, they've got a great thing going over there at St. Sure School. They so sure God do. bless. And keep give, it up. And give Father Joe Noonan oh, our yeah. best. Oh, yeah. Give him our very best from the, from the, from <laughs> we the will. both of us. We will. Have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you. Have Thank a you. great day because it's a great day to have a great day. Exactly. I like that, Jennifer Gale. You should be on the radio with us. every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> You're listening to uh, Catholic Schools Today on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Teresi. The time in Chicago is 829 on this cloudy Monday morning, our Feast of the Lady of Guadalupe. Stay with us, and again, do not touch that dial. Charities has had the privilege of helping people in need in Cook and Lake County for more than 100 years. We would like to take this opportunity to thank our frontline workers who, despite the unprecedented challenges of the past two years, continue to excel at their jobs every day. From the warehouse staff members who pack boxes of nutritious foods for low-income seniors, to the dedicated WIC employees who have remained open for families with children under the age of five, to our volunteers and restaurant partners who ensure that meals are available for those experiencing hunger. To our service coordinators and our professional counselors who continue their vital work in innovative ways. To our food pantry staff and to all those who work at Catholic Charities Call Center, finding solutions for every person who reaches out to us for help. Charity is at the heart of all you do and we salute you. I am a seminarian. The church needs compassionate and well-trained priests to help guide each of us through life. What inspires me, what draws me always to the priesthood is continue to see priests be a beacon of hope for other people. You can play a part in the education of these young men as they prepare for a life of service to others. I want to be that beacon of hope too, and it, it sets my heart on fire. To support our seminarians, make your gift at archchicago.org slash seminarianfund or call 312-534-7959. The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. 
Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago with a special edition of Catholic Schools today here on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago, Father Greg Sakowitz and Mark Tracy. Mark, that was a great, fun half hour. A lot of energy. A lot, a lot of energy. Of and a, those and a kids lot are of, very lucky to have those two women in their lives. And I'm sure the entire faculty, and it's a great scene, Damon is a great Great, great parish on the south side. Yeah. And a lot going on in that school. So it, uh, take it away for the second half there, Mark. Okay. St. Procopius School wins the National Spanish Spelling Bee. The fourth grade students at St. Procopius School recently received their trophy for winning a de la tierra tria. I'm, my Spanish is terrible. The National <laughs> That's why Greg, Father Greg had me read this, the yeah, National exactly. Catholic School Spelling Bee in Espanol. The Spelling Bee was hosted by the Alliance for Catholic Education, Catholic Schools Advantage from the University of Notre Dame. The Spelling Bee had Catholic schools compete with teams of students participating virtually in written rounds to spell contest words. Our guest today are Dr. Robert Bassett, Jr., Principal, St. Procopius School, and Anna Gonzalez, a student at St. Procopius School. I am going to get that right before the end of the program, <laughs> but thank you for joining us uh, this morning on Catholic Schools Today. Good morning. How are you doing, Doctor? Good morning. And Thanks for having us. Could you pronounce that for me, please? Which part? The name of the school or the spelling bee? Oh, no, Procopius. No, Procopius I got. The spelling Procopius, bee. yes. The spelling bee was Deletrear. Deletrear. Thank you. And then, Anna, did I get that right? <laughs> yeah. And Anna, you are in fourth grade. Yeah. You're in fourth grade, and so now tell us um, for a minute, uh, Robert. Is how many children from the school participated? When did this actually occur? This occurred uh, in a pro 
approximately October, um, middle to the end of October. And our students, we had uh, eight students competing and nine of them um, were on the team actually. We had one student as an alternate, um, but they competed virtually through Zoom, uh, you know, across uh, the country against other schools. Wow. Now, before we get into this further, is it, give us your own background. Uh, are you from Chicago originally, or where did you grow up? Yes, I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, actually. I attended uh, public schools, and um, I went to college in Indiana, Indiana University, and then I came back and received my master's and my doctoral program um, degrees here in Illinois. Now, what, uh, what suburb were you raised in? I grew up in Western Springs. Oh, sure. Was that, um, uh, what parish is out there? That would be um, St. John, John of the Cross. 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 Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. I was raised in Park Ridge. And so you're, uh, so you're from Western Springs. And what high school? Yes. I went to Lyons Township. Lyons Township. Excellent. Now, just mm -hmm. out of curiosity, when you were in grammar school or high school, when did you in your life say, I want to give my life to education? Did you start out as a teacher and then moved up the ladder? It's a great question. I think it was probably in middle school and high school that I started to see myself really working with other people and other and children. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I taught uh, tennis as when I was in high school to, you know, four or five, six, seven, eight year olds. Um, and I really had a passion for inspiring others and making those connections with kids and seeing that, that aha moment and seeing them succeed. And I really enjoyed that. And that's, I think, where I got my first start. And um, then I started to find the content that I was interested in. And then that's where I started to grow into who I was actually going to be as an educator. How did you end up at St. Procopius? I've had uh, a couple experiences throughout the Chicagoland area, um, far west suburbs, as far west as East Aurora, mm -hmm. and, um, and then, you know, some north suburbs. But um, I've became an assistant principal in East Aurora, and then I moved to Summit. And it was recently that I decided that I uh, wanted to um, continue to make an impact, but even on a smaller scale and really work with some schools that I felt I could help and had a connection with. And being a bilingual speaker, almost to the degree that some of our students are, I feel, um, really helped that build that connection. And I've always worked with our families to make sure that they're connected to education as well. Great. Anna, can you tell us about your principal? He's a wonderful man, isn't uh, he? He's very nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. You think he's smart? Yeah. yeah. He's very, yeah. very smart. Now, Anna, were you in the spelling bee? Were you one of the contestants? Yeah. Now, now... Was it all fourth graders? Was it all, were they all fourth graders? Yeah, I was all fourth graders. Then I, I get the impression you're very, very smart. <laughs> you have to be. And the thing is, now, how did you do in the spelling bee contest? Did you do pretty um, well? I did really good. I got six out of six on both rounds. Wow. What was your favorite word that you spelled? Do you remember? Maybe Dementemente. Wow, I can't even pronounce it. Can you can you spell it now for us? Now spell spell that word for us, Anna. Um V E H E 
T-E-M-E-N-T-E. Wow. And you're in fourth grade? <laughs> wow. And you then, can come and help Father Greg with exactly, his spelling. Which means, Anna, then you actually had six out of six in the first round and six out of six in the second round? Yeah. You got every word right? <laughs> that That's is am- that's amazing. And tell you that the word you just gave us there was a long word. And and, and it it's it was a virtual um exactly cont- contest. And the thing is, now when you were in the contest, did you feel nervous? Or were you pretty calm? Um I was really nervous, but I was also really excited. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you have for those who are watching YouTube, Anna, you have a very beautiful smile. You have a very don't ever lose Thank that beautiful you. the pretty little smile there. And now let me ask you, Robert, was this the first year Procopius was in the contest or has this been something going on every year? It's a great question. Actually, this was the first year of the contest as a whole. So not only was it our first year, but it was also the first year that Notre Dame and the Alliance for Catholic Education put this together. And That's so we can say that we won the inaugural spelling bee, the Spanish spelling bee. Mm-hmm. How many schools participated? I believe there were approximately 10 or 11 schools, but I think uh, calls have been coming in to Notre Dame um, saying that they want, that there's other schools that want to participate next year. They, they want to take on the champions. Now, are these, uh, they want to take on the champions, which happens to be Procopius. Mm-hmm. I like yes. that. They want to take on, they want to take us on mm-hmm. the champions. Sounds like football or baseball <laughs> or basketball. And uh, were the other schools from the Chicagoland area or from the Midwest? It's a great question. They were from all across the country. I think um, Anna can correct me on this, but I believe that the final school that they competed against in the tiebreaker was from Texas. Yeah. And then were these all fourth graders? Was this fourth grade level competition? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was fourth grade across the country. That's amazing. So Anna, so somebody's listening on the radio or watching you on YouTube, um, and they have say they're your age, they're a fourth grader, and their family's moving toward St. Procopius neighborhood. Why should they come to St. Procopius school? Why should they go to your Uh, school? Because we do, like, a lot of fun activities, like the spelling bee, and we speak both two languages, Spanish and English, and it's really fun, and we learn a lot. Wow. Well, let me ask you now. Now I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Anna, spell gracias. G R A C I A S. Very good. good. And that's and the only Spanish word <laughs> that I, Greg that I know. <laughs> Mark, take us to break. <laughs> oh, great job, Anna. Couldn't Very get good. WNDZ wow. 750 AM uh, Catholic <laughs> Schools today. Um, 312-255-8408 and you go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back in a few minutes with Dr. Robert Bassett, Principal St. Procopius School and Anna Gonzalez, the master speller student at St. Procopius Father School. Greg could not stump her. <laughs> no, he, he spelled gracias with a T. Anyway, we'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
Catholic Charities 75th Annual Celebration of Giving is underway in support of those who are struggling to make ends meet every day. Individuals, families, colleagues, neighbors, parishioners, and friends purchase thousands of gifts and basic necessities to ensure Catholic Charities clients and their families have a joyful Christmas morning. There are many ways to get involved, including online wish lists that make giving easier than ever before. If you can join us in this special Chicago Christmas tradition as volunteers and donors, please email us at cog at catholiccharities.net. That's cog at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7401 in Cook County and 847-782-4210 in Lake County. Thank you for helping us spread Christmas cheer this year throughout Cook and Lake Counties. say how can you spend your day with three-year-olds seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow this is a very rewarding job even though at the end of the day we're not the highest paid people on earth and when I have a parent contact me and say my child loves school that to me I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning because really you are changing lives you are molding lives shape the next generation of leaders teach Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312 655-7096. That's Catholic Schools today on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're celebrating St. Procopius School, winning the National Spanish Spelling Bee. We're here with Dr. Robert Bassett and Anna Gonzalez, a student who was who participated in that spelling bee. And, got, and was perfect, 12 out of 12. I got everything right. That's amazing. Everything right. Anna, I think you would beat me pretty badly. <laughs> I, I'd be leaving the contest pretty soon. You'd be sending me home. <laughs> now, Dr. Bassett, I, I'm going to ask you the same question. Uh, I asked Anna before the break, why should parents consider St. Procopius School? I think, first of all, two languages is, uh, opens up a lot of doors for 
for individuals, whether it be students or even um, older individuals. I feel like that's how I came to connect with St. Procopius because not only did I speak English and had a background in education, but I also spoke Spanish, which helps to kind of build bridges. And that extends, I think, into our uh, personal lives too, where we're able to kind of build bridges using language as a connection and it builds relationships. And uh, we have a great team of teachers here. The teachers put in a lot of effort and a lot of time to make sure that students have high quality, rigorous lessons and that prepare them for high school, uh, no matter what language they're in, English or Spanish. And I feel like our our families are also committed to, we have great families that uh, that support our school and really make it the, the place that it is. They build those connections as well. And uh, we have a community and a community of learners and a community of teachers and families that all come together. And uh, it, we're just continuing to grow every year. We're, we have waiting lists right now for two of our classes and we're expecting even higher enrollment next year. And it's gonna be, uh, we're gonna continue to grow and, and make change. Now where's St. Procopius located, Robert? It's in Pilsen. We're close to 18th and Racine. Oh, sure. Uh, Absolutely. A lot of people are familiar with Dusex or um, uh, Talia Hall, and we're right nearby there. And the thing is, when did you start Spanish yourself back? Is it in high school? No, actually in middle school, I started speaking, or I started taking classes. It was one of the electives offered at my junior high, and I continued taking it into high school because I'd already had a little bit of a background mm -hmm. and I thought I could just keep going. And then same thing when I got to college, I continued taking Spanish and I, then I used it uh, shortly after I graduated. I was one of the few people who did speak Spanish. And so I was a, I was one of them who was called on by, um, by my colleagues and just asked, Hey, can you help us out? You know, you speak Spanish and it just continued to grow. And I feel actually that every year, my Spanish has grown um, oh, great. stronger and stronger just because I continue to use it. That is wonderful. Now, this being the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, tell us about St. Procopius and the feast day today. Um, we do celebrate a lot of the, um, the um, celebrations and sacraments that are you know part of the Catholic Church. And even t this morning, um, we had a Mass here at the church. It was at approximately 6 a.m., and they continue that with uh, Mañanitas, where our community comes into our school, actually, and they have they celebrate with posadas, and they sit around, and, and they are able to um, reflect on on their uh, on their journey and in, in their Catholic lives. Mm -hmm. Anna, do you know about Our Lady of Guadalupe? What, yeah. what, what can you tell us about her? Yeah, what do, can you do? Now, who is Juan Diego? Um, so Juan Diego, um, he he saw her, and um, then she told him to go tell the bishop, and then um, he went to go tell the bishop, but he he didn't believe him, so um, he went back back where he saw her mm -hmm. and then she told him to go again and then the last time he went um he saw her again and then he found roses mm -hmm. so she picked them up and then he went to go show the the bishop and then he dropped the roses and then on his like on his shirt mm -hmm. was um a photo of um the lady of guadalupe 
That is marvelous. That is beautiful. beautiful what so a beautiful, beautiful way to tell. You that tell it story. better than a lot of adults that I know. Yeah. And and also he was nailed picking roses. Yeah, yeah he she sure nailed it. Did. He was picking <laughs> roses in December. Maybe you could be assistant principal. Because you right. really got it together. What here. about Miss Gonzalez as assistant principal to, to Dr. Bassett? How's that? Just, I, we'll I think it sounds like a, a great title. That's <laughs> <laughs> that wonderful. And so and the, and this, I know in the Hispanic community in Mexico, this is a huge, very, very important day. And you really, Anna, have the whole tradition and story down. And you're in fourth grade. Yes, that's that's very impressive. It sure is. It sure is. Now, let's go back. So, Dr. Bassett, your journey with the uh, Spanish language. Now, talk about that dual language program at St. Procopius. How does that work? Yeah, it's actually a, a great model that started back in 1996. And our students start off as in preschool with 100% Spanish. And then each year kind of moves up approximately 10%. So in kindergarten, they speak 90% of the day and then their instruction is in Spanish and 10% is in English. And then as they move into first grade, their uh, content allocation is 80% Spanish and 20% English. And it continues up all the way to fourth grade where it's a 50% uh, balance and breakdown. And it continues that way all through middle school. What I feel like supports it, just as much as the the content and the instruction and the teachers as the families, because our families are really committed to to this model as well, and they recognize that and that it's important, and they want to involve that and make sure that their students have that diversity as you know within an inner city uh, school, but also building upon language uh, where a lot of our families do speak uh, Spanish at home or in their extended family. So it really is just a a great model to follow because it does set our students up to understand how to use different parts of their brain to continue to learn. You know, what's amazing is, Anna, as we listen to you, you're fluent in English, and I'm assuming I know you're fluent in Spanish. I mean, to win a spelling bee in Spanish, not only do you speak it well, you know the word so well to be able to spell it. Let me ask you a question, Anna. In all the subjects you take in school, what is your favorite subject? My favorite subject is science. It's science. Now, why do you like science? Um, because um, we do a lot. We do a lot of projects in science, and they're like really fun. That is great. What What's one project that you remember that was a lot of fun, but you learned a lot too? Um, well, we just um, built a car. Um, at, so we had to build it out of recyclable materials. And because um, we learned about electricity, mm-hmm. so um, we rode a car, and it was really fun. Wow. In fact, I did a project in science. I made Mark Teresi disappear. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to laugh at that, even if you understand <laughs> it in English. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Robert. Tell us more about St. Procopius. People want to learn about the school. Give us a website. Give us an email address. Give us sure, our website is stprocopiusschool.org. Uh, now spell that, spell that for us. people. Sure, it's, S, it's www.stp, or sorry, excuse me, uh, stprocopiusschool.org. And the phone number? Um, 
Uh, our phone number is area code 312-421-5135. That number once again. Oh, 312-421-5135. Now, is this... We have families that come from everywhere and uh, no Spanish background, you know, all Spanish background. We, you know, our students uh, come from all across the suburbs too. So uh, wow, we don't just great. pull within our, our local community. We have an extended um, community as well, even into Northwest Indiana. And tell us maybe a little bit about the, you must have a tremendous, dedicated, diverse faculty. We do, yeah. We have faculty from uh, from here in the states, from from Mexico, from uh, Ecuador, from um, many of other many other countries, and uh, we utilize their skills and talents and their backgrounds to really help enhance what our students are able to to experience in the classroom because they bring in their education background and and their teaching background from. Um, from many years and from other locations too. And um, so it, it really is a testament in, to who our families are and, who, excuse me, who our teachers are. And uh, dare I leave out the, we have two faculty as well from Honduras, so. That's amazing. Now you, your movement, your movement, Dr. Bassett, from middle school, high school, college, and you're now at Procopius, which is a job, but it's also a, a ministry. Mm-hmm. What's the blessing? What's the main blessing that you see that you chose Procopius and Procopius chose you? I, I say that same thing oftentimes that that not only did I choose St. Procopius, but St. Procopius chose me, but I get to work with. I have the privilege to work with these great students and this great faculty um, because this it, it is not just a career, but it is uh, a choice that that we've made to to commit to our students and to our school. And I feel like our, our school, the, the, the greatness of our school is its people mm-hmm. is the foundation because it's not just brick and mortar. It's, it's, it's all the, the people that make up our school. That I need to bring it to a close. We're actually day. running out of time. Yes, I just want of to thank you in a very special thank way. Thank you so much. Dr. Robert Bassett, principal of, of St. Procopia school and Ana Gonzalez, a fourth grade champion spelling bee person from St. Procopia. So, Dr. Robert Bassett and Anna, thank you for joining us. Special thanks to Mark Teresi, co-host. Special thanks to Yasmin Kiros, our producer, Michael May, Brian Hockey, and Brock, our engineers. To all, God bless. Have a blessed continued Advent season. And Feast of St. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen.